Welcome to the Fit and Fulfilled Podcast. My name is Kushbu and I am your host. I am a mind-body manifesting coach and founder of the wellness consulting business, K-Way. I am committed to helping you tap into the infinite power you hold when it comes to intentionally creating a more abundant life that gets you jumping out of bed with so much excitement. Over here, we chat about all things mental, physical, emotional, and spiritual health to help you constantly manifest bigger and better for yourself. Grab a cup of coffee, bottle of kombucha, or a glass of wine, and let's chat. Hey, hey, welcome back to another episode of the Fit and Fulfilled podcast. My name is Kushbu, and I am your host on this podcast. We chat about all things mindset, manifestation, and personal development. And with this podcast, my number one intention is for you to realize how powerful you are when it comes to creating the outcomes that you actually want to experience in your life. And realize that you hold so much potential to create a life that not only looks good from the outside, but one that also feels really freaking fantastic because you can be in the most exotic location with the most amazing partner, having the kids you always dreamt of, making more money than you ever thought possible and all that good stuff. But if you're not feeling happy from within, all that outside surface stuff means nothing. So not only creating that life that you've always dreamt for yourself, but also having it feel way better than you could have ever imagined. And especially now with manifestation, it's become quite a cool concept. So you can go into Google and search how to manifest and you're going to be flooded with thousands of millions of ways in which you can do so. And it can be really overwhelming. And what happens when we are faced with so much choice and we end up in a state of overwhelm is that we end up doing nothing at all. And so with this podcast, I really try to make manifestation seem as easy as possible because honestly when you really understand how this your reality is being created manifesting the outcomes you want becomes a whole lot easier and most importantly becomes so much more enjoyable and so if you are new to this podcast welcome and i hope you stick around and if you are a regular listener thank you so much for your continued support and as always i love to hear from you and so you can message me on instagram my handle is at kushku.kway whether you want to share some feedback, or if there's a specific topic that you want me to cover, I'm always open to hearing your thoughts. So feel free to let me know or just come and holler at your girl. Uh, But today we are talking about how to not only draw in your desire, but how to actually sustain your desire. And when we say the word manifestation, we hear buzzwords such as visualization, affirmations, meditation, And one particular buzzword, which doesn't get enough importance, but is the foundation of what you're able to manifest is your habits. Because what you manifest is based on who you are being 51% of the day. So majority of the day, who are you being? And so it's not about that one random affirmation you repeat at the start of the day or the visualization you do when you have time, but it's day in, day out, what is your pattern of behavior? How are you engaging your time? And that's going to determine what unfolds for you. And that's why when we can start to leverage the power of our habits and choose ones that align with the version of us who already has her desire, drawing a new desire becomes a lot easier. But so many of us use our current circumstances to dictate the way we show up. And in doing so, we only perpetuate what is currently unfolding for us. And if you want to draw in a different outcome. If you want to experience something different, it starts with you and it starts with you showing up differently. 
And before we dive into more of this subject, uh, just a bit of background. So I'm back in Bombay, currently back in Bombay as I record this. I'm not here for very long. And I've been away for a year. And so as you can imagine, it's been nonstop go, go, go mode since I landed. I literally landed at four in the morning and by like 11 a.m. that same day, I was already out running errands. And it's been really busy in a in a great way. So whether it's appointments and meetings that I have to do while I'm here, because I'm only here for a very short while, whether it's random errands that as anyone who comes to Bombay knows that it's errands galore. And obviously I have a full-time business coaching clients. And so that is, and I'm very grateful that it's full on and incredibly busy, especially now. So that's been happening. I also have quite a few friends and family who I would love to see while I'm here. And so it's been a real balancing act. And I'm not going to lie, is that as someone who prides herself as being very grounded, there have been many moments in this past week where I have, for lack of better word, felt like I was losing my shit. (laughs) I was in a total state of overwhelm. And it's almost like the to-do list every time you cross something off, something new comes on it. And Here's the thing is that there are going to constantly be circumstances in our life that throws us off. And some that's life. You know what? As much as we like it for to always be smooth sailing, you're going to get a curveball. Life is going to get super busy, but you get to decide, how do I want to show up? And that's exactly, I think this past week, and it's, I know it's going to be the same for the next couple, a couple of weeks while I'm here. It's going to be, life is going to feel very accelerated and it's about now me deciding, okay, it's going to be very accelerated. There's a lot to do, but how do I want to feel during these few weeks while I'm in Bombay? Do I want it to be a miserable experience or do I actually want to enjoy the experience as much as possible so that I'm not in a state of burnout by the time I leave, so that I'm not willing my, whiling my time away, so that I'm not miserable. And everything starts with that, deciding how do I want to feel in this circumstance, whatever has life has thrown my way. And whether it is your work, whether it is your finances, whether it is your relationships, whether it is your health, whether it's your personal growth, whatever area of your life you're looking at, you really got to take a step back and ask yourself, who is the common denominator in this area? And across the board, you are. And when you improve on any level, every other area will naturally improve. On the flip side, when you let your energy tank, when you allow yourself to get into a state of panic, frenzy, overly controlling, in a state of fear, let self-doubt take over, you will find that you actually block yourself in so many areas of your life because ultimately everything starts and ends with you. And when you can really start to not only understand this concept, but actually inculcate it you will see that, okay, I just got to focus my energy on me and making sure that I'm at my peak and I'm thriving because it is a given when I'm thriving, my life will thrive too. When you are in a good state and when you are feeling happy, content, abundant, joyful, irrespective of what is going on around you, that level of alignment will be mirrored back to you in the form of ease, in the form of outcomes unfolding naturally, in the form of miracles unfolding for you. And Like I said, this past week has been really busy, but at the same time, there has been a lot of ease. Appointments that I wouldn't have been able to get, such as my dentist, who is traveling in the next couple of days, and despite having a chock-a-block schedule and her initially saying it was going to be difficult to fit me in, she managed to do so. 
And so many other appointments are just, yes, it's a lot and it's overwhelming, but things are falling into place. And I know so much of it stems from me prioritizing how I'm showing up and making sure that every day, even in those midst of overwhelm, I'm choosing to feel better. I'm choosing a better thought. I'm being proactive about my habits and making sure that, okay, just taking it 24 hours at a time and for those 24 hours committing to putting my best foot forward. And here's the thing is that all of us crave expansion. We might not vocalize it, but we all want more for ourselves. And yes, you can be incredibly grateful for the life you're living, but it doesn't stop you from knowing that you deserve more or knowing that you want more. And the less apologetic you are about wanting more, the easier it's going to firstly be to draw in that expansion. But here's the thing is that we all crave expansion, but at the same time, we need to make sure that we are ready to handle that expansion because ultimately life is just unfolding through you. You are the vessel. And if you want a greater and more expansive life, then you need to become a greater and more expansive version of you. And if your current circumstances are overwhelming you, essentially you are communicating to the universe that you are not able to handle more. And remember this is that your life is not punishing you. It is not rewarding you. It is just responding to you. And so that is why really using your current circumstances as a way to show the universe that you are able and ready to handle more. And that means that, okay, yes, my life might feel like a shit show right now, but I'm still going to feel good. I'm still going to allow myself to operate from a high energetic state. And that means really prioritizing me, taking care of myself and making sure that I'm doing what is necessary for me to feel good. Because when I feel good, that is when everything else around me starts to naturally improve. And as much as self-care has become this glossy term that is being thrown around, it's not so much about the random massage you have here or the bar of chocolate you treat yourself every now and then. Self-care is really about saying and understanding that I am the most important person in my life. And so the same way I show up for my kids, same way I show up for my clients, my husband, my wife, my friends, my family, I need to prioritize myself the most and I need to do whatever is necessary to care for myself, prioritize my needs and make that a non-negotiable. And in doing so, by taking care of ourselves, we're naturally able to handle what life is giving our way. And in that energy, we're showing the universe, okay, you know what, bring it. I'm ready for that expansion. I'm ready for more. And there's this famous... um, I don't know if you call it a quote, but I guess it's, it's a short story. <laughs> but, not, but basically what it is, is that somebody asked a monk, how I say this, I, I share this all the time. So if you've heard me say this recently, well, you're going to hear it again, but it's just, it just hits, it really hits the nail on the head. Somebody asked a monk, how often should people meditate for? And the monk goes, everybody should meditate for 20 minutes. But if your life is incredibly busy, then you got to be meditating for 40 minutes. And I love that because So often we do the complete opposite. When life gets really busy, we put our needs, we put our self-care practices, we put our habits on the back burner and we promise ourselves, okay, when life gets a little easier or it's less busy, we'll get back to it. But this is the time when you need to be doubling down on your habits. And on this podcast, I chat so much about the importance of nervous system regulation. Because when it comes to manifestation, it is... A concept, it is a combination of two things that you really need to be focusing on. 
what are you giving your attention to? So overall, what are you focusing on? And secondly, your internal feeling state. And so how are you caring for your nervous system? And how are you, what are you doing in order to maintain a calm, relaxed state? Because if your emotions are all over the place and they're constantly oscillating, depending on what is happening around you, that volatile emotional state is only going to be mirrored back to you in the form of chaos and essentially prevent your desire from manifesting. Because really, for a second, think of the version of you who has already manifested her desire. She's feeling safe. She's feeling secure. She's feeling abundant. And most importantly, she's thriving. And by you feeling stressed out, full of self-doubt, feeling like you're constantly lacking in life, feeling depleted, you are so out of alignment with the version of you who has manifested that reality that you're only pushing away that very reality. And also realize that when you are not caring for your nervous system and when it is constantly being triggered and it is on overdrive, your body is in survival mode and you activate the fight or flight or freeze mechanism within you. And in that state, all your body cares about is keeping you alive. Yes, it is a self-protective measure. And when your body is in fight or flight mode, the last thing it cares about is helping you draw in your desire. But when you now start to restore that flow of energy within you and essentially show your nervous system that there is no threat in the environment, there's nothing to freak out about, all is well, we are calm, we are relaxed, we are chilling. That is when you liberate energy. And that energy is essentially what helps you draw in your desire. And how do you know when your nervous system is dysregulated? Well, there are various repercussions, but the best way you can do so is by tuning inwards and realizing that when you're having anxious and intrusive thoughts, when your perceptions are altered, when you are feeling overwhelmed emotions, when you are engaging in self-sabotaging behavior, these are byproducts of a dysregulated nervous system. And now it's really about going to the root and saying, okay, well, since my nervous system is a starting point of everything and I need to essentially get into alignment and become the version of me who already has a desire, then it's almost a given and a no-brainer that I got to go to the root and I need to now engage in habits which put my nervous system in that state. And really making sure that you are constantly asking yourself this question, how can I create a feeling, a feeling of calm within? And this is why with my clients, I focus largely on helping them create a foundation, solid foundation of habits, which allow them to regulate their nervous system and maintain their feeling state. Because it's not just about drawing in your desire, because yeah, you can draw in a water cash every now and then, but it's so much more satisfying when you're not only able to draw in your desire, but instead you're able to sustain your desire. So you're not just manifesting $10,000 every now and then, but every month you are hitting those numbers. Or it's not just I'm manifesting that relationship, but every day that relationship gets better and better. And again, the more you create that foundation of habits, the easier it is going to be to sustain your manifestation. And when you look at your habits and choosing habits which allow you to feel good, you can almost think of it as you reparenting yourself and showing your nervous system that all is well, you are safe, you are loved, you are supported, and your nervous system always wants to please you. And so when it realizes it no longer needs to protect you because there is nothing to protect you from because there are no threats and all is well, it starts to materialize the right behaviors, ideas, and essentially draws your attention towards whatever it is is necessary in order for you to draw in your desire. And so 
when it comes to choosing habits, which allow you to feel good, I mean, that is totally dependent on person to person. But I thought I would share a few of mine, which have really been helping me over these last few days when life has been super busy. And hopefully they can give you some ideas in terms of how you can now start to alter your habits in a way that allows you to operate at your best. So number one is prioritizing my diet more than ever. And as much as we equate our diet as something we pay attention to when we want to lose weight, or we think of our diet as a means to maintain a lean physique, realize that your food is your body's primary source of fuel. And in order for your body to run at its peak and remain energized, it needs to be fed the right nutrients, the right minerals, the vitamins, and so forth. And so I've really been enjoying eating at home for the most part. So lots of plant, uh, plant-based foods, few, a few non-veg foods, but in general, I don't really, I prefer to eat a more of a vegetarian diet. And luckily in India, most of your food is based around whole foods. So really making sure that most of my meals are at home. And if I'm meeting friends, I'm trying to keep them at coffees. But again, some, some are at restaurants, which is fine because I also have a few favorites that I like to eat at while I'm here. But even when I'm out, really making sure that I'm making the best choices that make me feel good, not so much about worrying about the calories and all that. I mean, obviously, that is something which I do pay attention to, but not solely on, but really making sure that, okay, I'm eating foods which leave me feeling my best. So a really good balance of lean protein, loads of veggies. I can't get enough of the local vegetables right now. A bit of treats here and there. I got to say, the healthy quote-unquote ice cream game in India has really improved. If you are in Bombay, you should try a good fellow ice cream. I'm really enjoying those as like a nightly treat. And loads and loads of water, fresh lime soda, a few coconut waters here and there, but overall just really prioritizing the way I'm nourishing my body. And the second habit is and which is, this is a non-negotiable for me, is exercise and movement. So normally I'm quite structured with my workouts. Like I go to the gym, I have a specific split that I use. I you know, I do my sprints and running on specific days. And so right now I know that my nervous system is all over the place. So rather than stress myself even further by trying to stick to a specific routine, my only aim while I'm here is to move at least five to six times a week and be and to adopt a more intuitive approach to my workouts based on what my body's feeling. I have noticed I haven't feeling a bit tired, so I'm not going to overly push myself for the time being. So I've been here for about like since, since while I'm recording this, I've been here for about like five, six days. So I've gone on two walks, played tennis twice, which I deserve a medal for because it's so freaking hot, but it's been so fun to get back on the court. And I went for a swim this morning. So yeah, I'm just going to take it one day at a time and see what my body's craving. The third non-negotiable for me is engaging in a breathwork practice. So long story short, the reason why I'm such a big fan of breathwork when it comes to nervous system regulation is because any kind of deep breathing along with meditation, they both stimulate your vagus nerve, which activates your parasympathetic nervous system, which allows your body to essentially chill out and relax. And so I've been doing Wim Hof's 11-minute breathwork video on YouTube. So you can search that. I also have my own nervous system regulation guided meditation, which I give access to to my clients. So on some days I've been doing that as well. I've also been meditating every morning, which is also a non-negotiable for me. And I know people think that meditation is, they have this idea that has to be for 40 minutes in order to see benefits. I meditate every day for, I'd say seven minutes, 10 minutes. Some days might be longer, uh, but lately I've actually been meditating in the morning and then some days in the afternoon in between client meetings, I'll meditate for like a quick five minutes. 
But again, it's just about being, you know, what's resourceful with my time. So I could either be mindlessly browsing on Instagram or I could be just putting my phone on for five minutes and doing a quick meditation. So that's been working really well for me. Um, sleeping, really prioritizing my sleep habits and my quality of sleep has been amazing while I've been here. And if you are someone who struggles with sleep, then I would say go back to a couple of episodes before this because I share loads of tips in terms of how you can improve the quality of your sleep. Also, emotional processing is a habit that I firmly encourage and engage in. And as multifaceted as emotional processing sounds, all it means is paying attention to the emotions that are coming up, not shying away from the uncomfortable emotions, but instead leaning into them and trying to establish the root of them so that you can process them in a way that is healthy rather than ignore them and let them fester and essentially become more connected to yourself. And when it comes to emotional processing the, and really leaning into the uncomfortable emotions, the two most empowering questions you can ask yourself is, number one, what is the meaning I'm attaching to my circumstances? Because everything is, starts with the meaning and the way you are perceiving your circumstances, because based on that, it is determining the effect it has on you. So how are you feeling? And the second most empowering question you can ask yourself is, what is it triggering within me? Because when we can take the responsibility and accountability for how we're feeling, that is when we get back behind the driving wheel of our life and we can start to experience better for ourselves. I have also restarted watching Shit's Creek. This is the third time which I've decided to rewatch the series. I just love it. But it's, you know, for me, like in these kinds of times when life is really busy, I love these like 20 minutes, 30 minutes at, at the end of the day or while I'm having lunch just to watch an episode and essentially just switch off for a bit and just laugh and just be in a really good state. And I know this is one show I can count on to always make me crack up. And so I've been watching a lot of Shit's Creek, Never Gets Old. And another really, really important um, habit that I have been prioritizing more than ever is drawing boundaries unapologetically and really focusing on what is my priority while I'm here. I think in the past, I would have felt a lot of guilt if I was not able to see everyone, for example, that I wanted to see because I would have felt bad that I'm letting people down. And right now... At this stage, I, as much as I do want to see everybody who has reached out, I, this, this is just a really busy season in my life and I'm not able to, and I'm not going to let guilt consume me because my energy is more important than, is, I value my energy enough that I'm not going to, I'm not available anymore to burn myself out. And that means saying no and being unapologetic so about it. That okay, if I can, if I can meet, Everyone, wonderful, but at the same time, I'm not going to kill myself in the process. There's always going to be another time. And I think that's, re that's really important to you know, understand that where in my life am I overstretching myself because of guilt? And now how can I start to rein it in, in a way that I'm able to experience my, in my life in a way that feels good to me? Because yeah, you can be doing all the things, but if you feel like shit in the process, yeah, you'll physically be there, but mentally you either be absent-minded or you'll be sitting there from a place of resentment and then thinking about the next thing you have to do and so you'd actually be doing the other person a huge disservice and also that being said though I have been prioritizing connection and so even though not, I might not be able to meet everyone I would like to meet while I'm here because life is just really busy I have made it a point to reach out to people I'm also staying connected to friends all over the world and it's just you know a for me, connection is everything and just making sure that I'm surrounded by the right people and whether it's a voice note here, a message there or a call there, but just again, 
in the midst of all this busyness, realizing that it's okay to step back and focus on what really matters in life. And that is the people in your life. And so, yeah, these are just a few habits which really work well for me. And there's so many more, but you know, the whole point of this episode is for you to realize that, okay, it's normal to feel overwhelmed. It's normal to feel like life is just happening very at a very quick pace. But at the same time, that doesn't mean that you put your needs on the back burner. If anything, this is when you got to prioritize yourself the most so that you can handle this level of acceleration and essentially communicate the universe that you are ready for more and that you can even handle the very thing that you are trying to manifest for yourself. Because remember one thing is that you are the creative force in your life and you are creating your life on a moment to moment basis. And so every minute, every moment provides a new opportunity to show up in a way that aligns with the version of you who already has her desire to align with the reality that you want for yourself. So it really requires a lot of self-awareness and getting out of autopilot mode and saying, okay, well, in order for me to manifest my desire, I need to become the version of me who has that desire. So what are the habits I need to embody and engage in so that I am inching closer to that version of me? And that is when you will see your desire manifest so freaking quickly. And on that note, before I sign out, I will say that I do have a couple of coaching spots open for my one-on-one private coaching program, Up Level Your Life. It's funny, I got on a call earlier today with someone asked me, what, are your, what is your success rate? And I said the truth. I'm like, for every client who has met me halfway and done what I've told them, they have seen remarkable changes. And I can say that wholeheartedly with full confidence because this is not some woo bullshit that I share. But this is a proven and powerful strategy to manifesting and more importantly, create a life that not only looks good from the outside, but also feels really good. And so in this program, we, first you understand how to manifest. I will walk you through my signature dice technique to manifesting, which is my technique that I've come up with after years of coaching clients on the process of manifestation, studying the process of manifestation and applying it. So you will learn the dice, my dice technique to manifestation. Then we will also identify your existing blocks and resistance that have been preventing you from seeing your desire manifest. And then finally, we are going to also, like I said earlier, create a solid foundation of habits to not only help you draw in your desire, but to sustain that desire so that the results you create for yourself, they only get better with time. Because as I said at the start of this podcast, you are the common denominator in every area of your life. And when you do whatever is necessary to improve the relationship you have with yourself, you will see it have a profound and positive ripple effect on every other area of your life. And so if this is something you would like to know more of, then you can head to the link in the show notes. And then meanwhile, I'm sending you love and all the abundant vibes. And I'm very happy because I gave myself a time limit in terms of how long I had to record this podcast before. Thank you so much for listening to the Fit and Fulfill podcast. One minute to spare. If you have so an extra minute, I'd yeah. so appreciate it. Uh, like head over to iTunes and leave this podcast a five-star so review. In doing so, it helps other people receive this message so they can also go to the next level in their wellness journey. I'd love to connect with you. So please let me know what your biggest takeaways are in this episode and tag me on Instagram at kushku.kway in your social media post or DM me to help me serve you better and create more content that you can resonate with. I'll see you next week. But in the meanwhile, I'm sending you so much love and goodbye.